Hey, I am Lee. I'm Joe. And we are the Rewinders, rewatching childhood movies to see if they still hold up. This time we still watched. Still watch. Still watching. Still are watching. Robocop. This is part two of our Robocop. Spectacular, especial, <laughs> sábado gigante. But uh, this movie is big for us, so we're going to break it up into pieces. Uh, so if this is part two. If you haven't seen it, please go to part one and then come on back. What are, what are they going to see? Uh, they're going to see. They're going <laughs> to go to part one and listen. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. Maybe you brought a camera in recording this. You shoot the sound waves into your eyes. Shoot it I into see your it. Eyes, eye sockets. Where we left off last time was yeah, Murphy's Resurrection. Resurrection. Well, because uh, I, I won't say yeah. anything, but it is a resurrection. Yes. He got We're blown getting... away by Clarence Bodiger's gang. Yep. Uh, and then now uh, we're getting the idea he's being rebuilt because a hand swoops in and turns this little monitor vision. To adjust it. His to adjust. Vision, yeah, his POV vision. And uh, it's kind of neat. I, I like all of this stuff. The whole setup process, showing time going by and all the little elements, even though... You know, it's as cheesy. being an older, some stuff doesn't make sense. Yeah, like when they, um, yeah, because it, it shuts down and then it starts back up and you're like, okay, time has passed. You have no idea. He yeah. has no idea. And I think when they come with a drill, oh no, yeah, they come with a drill, drill. And, they, and they drill by his eyes and they say, zzz, zzz, and they're it, putting it the, the grid, the, the grid, what? targeting grid into him. <laughs> or yeah, like, wouldn't you be doing that over here? Because when you see Robocop, like, what were you screwing? There's no <laughs> screws on his face where that is. But it still works. It's still yes. pretty cool. But then, yeah, there's a scene where yeah, he cu- he, uh, the TV cuts out or his vision cuts, mm-hmm. turns back on. It's a little fuzzy. Zzz, zzz. And then there's one where like, see, uh, he looks really good. That looks great. We even managed to save his left arm. Mm-hmm. And that's when um, the other Bob guy. Bob executive. Who, yeah, who's in charge of the RoboCop They're project. showing him an arm that they could, they're going to put on him and that they saved his other arm. You know? Lose it. We don't want that arm. No, get rid of that. These, right. these robo arms are awesome. Yeah, Why would you want real arms? Yeah, prepping for surgery. All right, we're going to cut that arm off. Yep. And then he cut, turns off, turns back on. Okay, yep, shows that arm. Uh, they do a targeting test. Yeah, with they, a pen mm-hmm. to give you to show you what it's going to look like. Basically, that's kind yep. of like a thing more for the audi- audience, less for the purpose of showing this. Of course, but, yeah. Um, they go through uh, the directives at this point, do they? Well, yeah, it doesn't matter, but yes, they, they, they do. They do a pen, and then they do. He uh, Robocop can record at the same. Like a little window will pop up. And yeah, a guy's like whoa, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and you have a little voice modulation. He can record it, playback. Bring up the thirty percent, fifty percent, and then they had they had a New Year's party. Yeah, and the lady kisses RoboCop, and she was uh, one of the lady scientists mm-hmm. who she's a character, but not really a character. Yeah, she's around. She's around, she's, but doesn't have. A, I don't think she has around. a name or anything. She doesn't have a name. She has huge. Yeah, her hair is back uh, pulled back. She's a lady scientist, and she has huge glasses. Yeah, you thought I was going to say something else. No, she's got huge, I know she has huge, huge glasses. Huge when I look at her, that's Doctor. where my eyes oh. go right away yeah. to her glasses, and she's got she's got to say, you're, "Keep your eye." Oh no! Oh. But I liked her because she she was starting to see RoboCop as a not just a robot. Yeah. Although, anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm thinking about RoboCop too. So I'm going to stop talking. 
<laughs> During one of these on-off moments, uh, I think it was the one with the arm and saying, take it off. Yeah. He's like, he's not going to remember this, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blank his memory. Blank. And then he goes, he just looks at him and goes, you're going to be a bad motherfucker. That's right. Yeah, you're going to kick some serious ass when you get out there. So that's his main concern is just that his toy, basically, is going to kick ass. Yeah, he, he's property. Murphy is dead. Robocop is property of OCP. And they have uh, dialogue that goes over that. Yeah, then they drop him off at the same pr- precinct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's kind of weird. But but it makes sense because that's probably that's the toughest, that's the most crime-ridden yeah. location. So we got to put him in there. And the neat thing is is uh, when they showcase him, you know, he gets gets up, first-person point of view. Yeah, you, you don't walk see out, him. You don't see him. But if you look in the corner, there's a monitor that shows yep. like a three-quarter view Just of him from the front. You see a little front. snippet of it, and that's so great. So they keep this mm-hmm. nice, you're like, what does he look like? What does he look like? We have an idea what he looks like. He's got a head, but you hear that's his walking sound. Yeah, the jink. And that Ka-chink. hum, Ka-chink. that electric yep. hum. And it's so distinct. There, there are the ro- robots that make those sounds, but yeah. this is specific to Very Robocop unique. Walk and his motorized... Yeah. I, I love all the sounds. It's all great. <laughs> like I said, they went over his directives and they hinted at a secret fourth directive. Oh that's yeah, because unstated what it is. All right, pop quiz. Dun, 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 dun. What is the number one prime directive of Robocop? I should have written these down. I serve it, the public trust. That's Meh, wrong. Number two, buy all it? the Beanie Babies. Buy all the Beanies and <laughs> protect the innocent. Round three, Joe. This is for all the beans. What is a third prime directive? You can only wank once a week. Eh, uphold the law. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't write them down. Yeah? Well, you don't get the state, uh, the party game what? of oh, the Rewinders. The, the by, Rewinders party game. By Milton Bradley. Oh. But yeah, you're right. So he goes, yeah, one, two, three, the prime directives, and there's a fourth classified. Yeah. Yep. Which becomes important later on. Hint, hint, hint. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they take him to the precinct that he was originally issued to. Sergeant is... Sergeant is upset that... What's all this equipment and shit coming in here? Well, they probably haven't gotten anything. And all this equipment and scientists and stuff are coming in, and they're like, fuck you, we're, you're owned by OCP, we get to do what we want. Yeah. Set up over there. And that makes all the regular cops and sergeants just, they're pissed. Sure. But also then their anger gets stopped immediately when the door opens and they hear. Ka-chunk. 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 And you see Robocop's shadow because there's like a fog Frosted glass. glass. Frosted yeah. glass, thank you. And you see him and then he comes around the corner. But then you don't see him completely just, no, just yet. Just a little bit. Just, a little, you're just getting your fucking taste. Paul Verhoeven's like, taste. <laughs> Taste a little bit of Robocop. You can hear his awesome legs walking. And then all the cops do the same thing that you want to do, which is run down the hall so you Everybody can get a better look. Everybody see what this thing is. Yeah, they have, they have this... a little chair that he's sitting in, which is dumb. When you go to rest, you will sit here. Yep, they have a chair, and there's chain link fence everywhere around him. They have monitors up. That's when they do a couple other tests, follow the pen and so on, prime directives. And then he's sitting in a chair, and they say one of the – Exec guys ask, so what does Robocop eat? And this is a scene that's stuck in my childhood brain of being confused of so much happening and my not understanding exactly what's happening. So he's sitting in this weird chair where Robocop will rest. It moves mm-hmm. around for some reason. Yeah, it's because of because it looks cool. That's yeah. why. And then he goes and he says, oh, he eats this. And they have a little, pulls up a little thing or whatever. And 
b- b- green brown sludge comes out and mm-hmm. puts in a little cup and he says, "Oh, it's it's a protein paste or something." And the guy mm-hmm. takes a little finger, like, "Oh, like baby food." So my childhood brain, I thought that RoboCop sitting in the chair, they went behind the chair, and that the my brain thought that. RoboCop ate food, but he was more robot than human. That he he didn't digest the baby food; it went through him. So that was his poop that they were eating. That he was so pure, more robot that he, wow, that he was actually that was his his poop at the end, and that he could eat it again because he could save so many people <laughs> by just generating poop. So this executive guy really liked to eat RoboCop's poop. That was my child <laughs> brain, and not until years later I rewatched it. Oh, that's that whole. Food thing is off to a side, not even connected to the chair. Where is his waste port? It's true because he's he's a cyborg. He's half human, half robot, all cop. But <laughs> but where he it's there's he, no defined waste port. Not that a, we need one. No, I don't want to see it. <laughs> it's fine. But what? they don't say it. But he does eat food. All right. As a kid, I didn't question that. But I as did. an adult, I'm totally like, and that's why what th- the hell? And that's why I thought he, that his chair was his toilet. It could be. Okay, that brain. very well could be, though. You know, maybe he he uses that protein so well that there is no waste. That's what I thought. Who knows? Who knows? Was never really never identified. Upon, and I don't even think in the sequels. Uh, so then, from there, we go to the gun range. <laughs> so we get introduced to his black. Mm. augmented oh yeah fully mm. automatic oh, i'm yeah. guessing another desert eagle yeah uh, okay so this a little bit of trivia it's so his gun is a nine millimeter beretta which they added a bunch of stuff to. i was gonna say that looks gun. nothing like it's that. not a real gun well it yeah is, of course it's not a real gun they, it just added a ton of stuff to it to make it big and imposing and there's and no way it can fire that many rounds no because yeah okay so it's a full automatic pistol bam bam done that's all you get. Yeah, and it, the idea that there's no huge banana caliber. clips or anything nope. like that. No, it's, no. A, it's a it's a silly future or not even future. It's a nonsense fiction gun, but it's awesome. Uh, I started thinking and about how it could have fired so many rounds. So my okay. theory on this is that it doesn't fire normal bullets. That it fires mm-hmm. like something like a future metal kind of thing that's much smaller, oh. so that it it. It uh-huh. has the same uh-huh. impact as sure. a regular full-size bullet. He, he's shooting a uh, depleted uranium. Yeah, sure. Why not? Rounds. Sure. That's and not that ca- future. They're, and they're caseless. So, yeah. yeah so yeah, you can yeah. fit tons more in there. Sure. That's that's nope, doesn't gotta work. be how it works. Nope, doesn't work. But because he never reloads it. He re- he does rarely, but only for dramatic. But th- that's action movies. You, you don't see them reload. This when isn't you. an action movie. You're, I know. Most people don't know about guns. What, what was interesting, though, was the gun in the boardroom that that uh, Kenny guy. Oh, my yeah. God, they killed Kenny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I got uh, The Desert Eagle, that was supposed to be RoboCop's gun, that big Desert Eagle that he huh. held out. But what happened was when they gave him that RoboCop that gun, it was too small looking in his hands. <laughs> so they had to make a bigger gun for him. So they're like, okay, fine. That's awesome. Here's a real gun, the Desert Eagle, which is the biggest hand cannon you can get or one of the biggest. Had to make up something bigger, something make make it completely <laughs> fiction. So here you go. That's why this. They could have gave him like Joker's gun. 
Don't get me started on the Bullard Express from Batman 1989. <laughs> oh, we're going to get into that movie. That's a movie we're going to review. We're going to do all four of those at one point. Going to need a lot of alcohol to get to the end of those. But even... <sighs> Okay, as you can tell, I know a little bit about guns, but... That's fine. As you can tell, I know very little about guns. Whatever. Continue with the review. Woo! Lewis runs over to see... Oh, this must be that, that robocopy thing. And they all gather around, and there's one guy who's a little whiny about it. He's like, God damn that gun! Jesus! Yeah, he does say it. Somebody like that says that. I'm going to say he was jealous. He wants that gun. But I want that he's, gun. He's stunned at how big and loud and scary it is. Mm-hmm. But everyone else is like, huh. And then he's blowing apart the target. Oh, yeah. And... Just piece by piece, doing very precise shots in that full automatic burst. Mm-hmm. Yep. When he's done, he TJ lasers that gun back into his thigh. His thigh holster. That thing is awesome since he <laughs> doesn't have real legs. Yeah. Just, yeah, the compartment opens up and that huge hand cannon can fit right in there. Nice and neat. Which. That's a great little awesome it is cool. extra thing. And Lewis sees that and immediately goes, wait a minute. Yep. Uh-huh. And. That's one thing I, I don't like about this movie is I wish they would have spent more time as partners together because the, it was a couple of hours. Yeah, it And was. then they didn't really get to know each other that well and become friends. I, th- I think just a day of them maybe like going out to eat, Lewis meets uh, Murphy's family. Mm-hmm. So a little bit more connection really would have been more uh, a bigger punch. Well, I mean, we didn't get dies. dramatically attached to his family either. We just no. kind of hear about them and kind of see them. And that, that's it's not depending the on people kn- knowing how they feel about their families. True, to but get I, I guess you my engaged. point was from Lewis's viewpoint of if she, if she met his family, then there's attachment there. Yes. that's what I meant. Yeah. Not not for us to be attached to his, to Murphy's family. It's mm-hmm. more for Lewis to be. I know I know this guy instead of just I only knew him for a couple hours, and that's one thing I noticed about him was he spun his gun. That's not all he brings back. Yeah. Oh, go on then. Well, no, it happens later. We'll talk I know, about but no, we'll get there, but go on. Okay. <laughs> then they say, it's it's time for you to go out into the world and protect the good people of mm-hmm. Detroit. The uh, Was it a scientist or uh, an executive says, we need, we need some keys for uh, our RoboCop here? Somebody says it. And the sergeant tosses the keys to that guy, but RoboCop gets in between and yoinks him out of the sky, mm-hmm. which gives you the idea that mm-hmm. RoboCop could be stealthy, fast, mobile, because everyone should have seen him round the corner and, and known no. he was right there for catching those keys. Because, you know, let's be honest, this guy doesn't move too fast. He doesn't he depend doesn't, on dexterity at not all. Not at all. And that's one thing that was being said is the OCP guy, smarmy younger, executive in charge of the RoboCop project, he said he's going to the fastest reflexes. Robocop is slow. He's he is slow. a tank. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he is, sometimes he can move a little bit fast, but he's not stealthy because that no, that, those legs are chunking nonstop. <laughs> and the way Peter Weller moves in this suit is pretty awesome. He just is very. I mean, he's doing the robot, but it's what I really like is there are points where he he'll walk, he'll turn his head to face whatever it is, and then he'll turn the rest of his body then to yep. turn turn left, turn right, or whatever, and. 
His movement is very precise and awesome. Whenever I was a kid and wanted to be a robot, I did it was thing. based off of yes. this performance. Yep. You pretend you're a RoboCop and you walk around that way. Yep. That's, that was my best version a, of trying to figure out how robots would move. Yeah. Because it's a fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but RoboCop is now being deployed. Yep. To the streets of so old Detroit. So he squeals out in his Ford Taurus and bottoms, bottoms out, out. out the ramp. Mm-hmm. And then Lewis is, hmm, <laughs> maybe that's Murphy. Because all you can see is in the, his design is his bottom jaw lips. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, he didn't have like any distinguishing marks on his face. He didn't have a sweet mustache or anything. Yeah, so I, I, it could slip by that you couldn't pick out his luscious man lips. Mm, he does have... Uh, Good Murphy dips. <laughs> uh, when he squeals out and drives away from the uh, police precinct, we get hit with that good theme music again. So he goes out and uh, he's gonna go stop some crime. Mm-hmm. So what's the first crime that uh, happens for him to stop? He stops a uh, a break in at a convenience store with old mm-hmm. old couple, and the old man is watching. I'd buy that for a dollar yep. sitcom, which he loves. A guy comes in and robs it. Whatever, roughs him up a little bit. Robocop comes on in and, uh, oh yeah, he just he's he's bulletproof. So this guy has a machine gun, just hitting Robocop. Nothing's mm-hmm. nothing's even scratching him at all. Bends the guy's uh, machine gun uh, uh, <laughs> barrel, and then the guy tries to run away, and he, with his lightning fast Robocop reflexes, arm. Blocks him, kick, uh, punches him, and he goes flying into one of the first of many glass breaks in this movie. <laughs> As he yeah goes into one of the soda mm-hmm. glass whatever refrigerators, and he thanks the the people for their uh, assisting. Mm-hmm. Thank you for and the wife is all like, oh, you are freaking. She awesome. like swoons for him, and the uh, guy's yeah. like, right on, kick the crap out of that guy, and. For me as a kid, this store, it, it felt, this scene felt very real to me because I can't count how many liquor stores I've been in. They look just like that. That look just like that. That have all the same stuff that, you know, it, it's run by a mom and pop kind of thing. And it just yeah. looked right. It did. It, it looked did. great. And now when I watch it, it just immediately takes me back to being a kid when my dad yeah. would take me liquor shopping. <laughs> I'm joking. I mean, he, he didn't take me liquor shopping. He took me to the bar. Oh, okay. We skipped that step. Well, yeah, you go right to the, the source. Spigot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What was your old man's drink anyway? Uh, I'm sure whatever. Well, not. out and about, it probably was just beer of some sort. But uh, in house, it was the uh, it was okay. aristocrat and Coke. Oh, he got the cheap, cheap stuff. Okay, yeah, that All was right. that was the in house drink. All right. So, okay. That, Turn me off of liquor for a while because I'm like, my oh. dad drinks liquor. I'm gonna try. What the heck is this? <laughs> Your dad wasn't drinking the good stuff, so no, that, that's yeah. fine. But uh, next scene is the the rape scene. Yeah, well, attempted before attempted, yeah. rape scene, more harassment than yeah. But they they would get there if Robocop hadn't intervened. Mm-hmm. Scene another move uh, scene that stuck with me of yeah this yeah two punks in. 80s punks. Yeah, eight, yeah, very much 80s punks with switchblades and whatnot, and this lady with a bad wig, <laughs> a bad blonde wig, and they're, yes. they're, one of them's holding it, like, oh, we're going to cut your hair, and starts cutting her, her blonde wig hair, uh-huh. and then it says something like, oh, 
let's see if your hair is the same down here and starts going up her skirt. But that's when the headlights of the mm-hmm. Ford Taurus comes on in and casts these huge shadow. Awesome shadow of Robocop above them. Yeah. That shadow just drop it, dirtbag. <laughs> Pointing the gun. He's going to kill her, man. He's going to kill her. Yeah, but he's got his targeting system. Yeah. And shoots him in the balls. Do you think? He goes, na 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 Through her dress. Oh, punk in the balls. And even as a kid, it's, I mean. I didn't get it that he shot him in the balls, really. I didn't really think about it. And I was thinking, like. I was just like, wow, he shot through her legs and hit him. Oh, yeah, you shot. Did you think that? He he shot her or no, just that okay yeah that it was so awesome that he could shoot like through that her clothing precisely. between uh-huh. her legs and hit him. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think too deeply into the fact that he shot him in the balls. Oh, just kill me though. It's as an adult, it's like oh fuck, thumbs up. Good. That guy got what he deserved. Yep. He was gonna rape this woman. Oh, and that tool of of his is now gone. Yep, awesome. And she is in shock of oh my god, I, awesome too. Like you you shot. Basically threw me to get to him. Great. And it's it's a f- interesting play in how she reacts because she does like that stereotypical. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much for you know like, like me. she's yes. throwing herself at him. She does. I think she where, tries to hug him. Yeah, and it it has a, a smattering of kind of like this. Oh, you're my hero. Yes. Aww. A little, Sug- a little bit of suggestiveness bit. in there, and it's just because cold. Madam, Madam, you have been part of an incident. I will give you a number of a rape counselor. And just to see her melt and oh, be like, oh, uh, oh, oh, you're not. Because she might, oh. have, she might have thought of maybe it's a guy just in armor, yeah. not a robot. And then she realized, oh, it's a robot that yeah. has no emotion. And earlier, like you said, the old lady swooned. Yes, she did, top. yeah. So it's the same thing of, <gasps> finally, our hero has come to clean up the streets. Oh, it's just a, it's a robot. And I, I didn't really think about it in the sense of the lady in the store, but this one. It's very much that, and now I can place it, Western. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a Western. That's what they would, oh, thank you. I'm throwing mm-hmm. myself at you now well, for it is saving a, us. Because it is the Wild West. There's no yeah. law. And he's, he, law has come to here, and it's Robocop. <laughs> and the only reason why the old lady didn't soon anymore or come and say thank you is because her husband was there. So she's got to Wanted be, to be respectful. Be, be polite. Like, okay, she I, wasn't going to drop trowel right there. I mean, not yet. If she, was, if she was 15 years younger, yeah, she'd be all over <laughs> Murphy. But uh, And um, then we go to the mayor's office. There's a there's a oh. hostage negotiation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Robocop pulls up to the building and just ever so casually goes right through the police line and it snaps. No one seems to do anything. No. But he's just like rolling up, idling basically up to they it. Were. <laughs> and uh you see the guy in charge talking to the press. This is what's going on. And all the press is like yeah, in Robocop's face. Yeah, and they ditch him and he's pissed off that Robocop stole his thunder keep him talking and uh yeah i'm going yeah i'm going to take care of this so it's a a city councilor that killed that has the mayor hostage other other people he killed one person and now he's he wants a list of demands and the demands some of which are fresh, you know fresh coffee first fresh which is okay thank you for reintroducing humor back into this mm-hmm. show um and then he talks about how he wants an air uh, helicopter. He wants a new office. He wants a new office. But he also was like a thinking car. escape. 
the, the new car is the, new the car. best part. And 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 you're right. The, the hostage negotiator cop want, is trying to stall as RoboCop is going up there, and his stall is. So you want a new car? Hey, hey, what kind of car do you want? Mm-hmm. I want something big. With shitty gas mileage. Hold on, hold on. You got the line? Go ahead. I got the exact line. All right. Goes really fast and has gets really shitty gas mileage. Hilarious. And the guy knows immediately oh, what car. You want a 6,000 SUX? I love the name of this car. You want and some... I love the car. You love the car? I love the car. I hate it. Well, it's the Dodge Daytona. That's what it is. That's it's, why I hate it. It's totally a Dodge it's Daytona. It's car. <laughs> Wow, it, it's got other stuff on it. Though, yeah, it's it slightly different. different. Yeah, I hated this car. Even as a kid, when when we see it later on, it's so fucking stupid. It does exactly what it's supposed to be. It looks like it's supposed to be a gas guzzler, a muscle, gas car, car, muscle car. But you know future, it's not because bullshit. it because it, it isn't. Mm-hmm. It's just a BS car, <laughs> and I, that's what I love about it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I think the negotiator says something like, "Oh, you want some." Leather reclining seats, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, hey, I think you're trying to pull a fast one on me. But he says that after he goes, hell, I'll even throw in a, and that's why I wrote it down, a blah pump. What the heck is a blah pump? A blah pump? I swear he says, we'll even throw in a blah pump. And he's like, don't you dick with me. And I'm like, what's a blah pump? I don't know what you're talking about because I don't have that in my notes about a blah pump. He says something like something, a blah pump. Did you hear something wrong again? It could be, but I'm sticking with he said, right. we'll um, even throw in a blah if pump. You, if you listeners know what the actual line is. Uh, or what a blah pump is. Or yeah, or what a blah pump is. Uh, please tell us and tell Joe that he's wrong. Dead wrong. I'm never. You wrong. hear things <laughs> that no one else hears and your brain spits out something completely weird. Okay. Anyway. So... What year did this movie come out in? 1987. 1987. When did Predator come out? 1986. Six. So in one year, we have thermal imaging that is terrible and horrible in the jungle. And the next year, you got some really good thermal imaging. RoboCop, the... Robocop has really good thermal imaging as he scans and you can see all the hostages and the, and the, the bad guy through the wall. Yeah. That's because OCP wasn't in charge of the programming for the Predator vision. <laughs> That's why. They're hunting. And they go out in the field all the time. It gets knocked around. It's out of sync. Robocop's brand new. Okay. He's, 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 he's all set. So that's why. <laughs> Finds the guy, Spare- punches through the wall, grabs him, pulls him through the wall, punches him again out the window. Glass break number two. Glass break number two. Pause. Transition into media break. Yep, now we're in the news program again. I like Robocop that. is on the scene. <laughs> or whatever Lisa Gibbons says. Uh, and they basically it's a segment all about Robocop. And after that, in the little side box, the three quarters box. What, yeah. what is that called again? Uh, an over the shoulder. Over the shoulder box, thank you. Some people call them an windows o- or monitors, but okay. we call them over-the-shoulders, OTSs. So it it takes it has the still of the guy flying out the window, and then they change it to RoboCop at a grade school. That's right, yes. Hilarious. And he's just standing there. All the kids are like, hey, RoboCop. He's just standing there. I am here. But then he's like walking, and then they're following him cautiously, and he turns, and they're like, okay. Yeah, because he's, he's not natural. Yeah, he, he's like a penguin. He's chemically man-made. So then the 
media break gets a commercial break. Yes, right away. And we get these kids and adults like being intense with each other. I'm going to do this. Uh, you know, this border is having this. This is that I've had enough. And then you push That's a it. big yep. red button. And a nuke goes off. Yeah, the big red cloud goes up over the family. And they're like, woo! Yay! You nuked them. It's Nuke them. The, the game about world global domination or extermination or something. Uh, that, and, that one commercial break is possibly my favorite commercial great. break from the movie. And was it, and then they go back to the, do they go back to the news? Or was there news, this is the part where the, the Star Wars uh, satellite laser systems went nope. haywire? Nope, not yet. That's not yet? Okay, bye. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Uh, we go into talking about, um, it's, uh, I believe another boardroom meeting at OCP and they're talking about, okay, we've deployed the RoboCop project by estimates. He'll be able to clean up old Chicago in 40 days. That's right. Yeah, old that's, Detroit. That's, yeah. I know. <laughs> Screw it. Send him to Chicago too. Well, no, dude. Uh, and Bob executive is now vice president. Yeah. He got, he got moving on up, moving, moving on, on up. Yep. And uh, everyone's like, yeah, awesome. Great, great pay raise. Good job. you got a great yeah. project. It's awesome. It's awesome. Good job. Good job. And um, someone's like, man, you better watch out for Dick Jones. He's not happy. To yep. which Bob Executive is like, whatever. Fuck Dick Jones. He's, you know, I think football references come in about fumbling again. And Oh, yeah. And we're in the executive washroom that you need a key card pass to get into. Yep. Yeah. Got to keep all the riffraff out. Yeah, all the other lower execs. This is for <laughs> top execs only. And uh, you get that. And the more and more Bob Executive keeps talking about how terrible Dick Jones is, everyone in the bathroom starts freaking out and leaving. Dick Jones had got done taking a shit, and he comes out of the stall. And I like the other guy that was next to uh, Bob. <laughs> he wasn't done pissing, so he... Zips up real quick, pees his pants a little bit, and gets the fuck out of there. Like, I, I, I I got a meeting. I got. I got. I got a meeting. I go to. I'd rather. <laughs> I'd rather have pee pants than deal with with uh, Dick over here. Which <laughs> I swear this scene has been used as blueprints for other scenes in TV shows sure. and movies since then, where this dynamic was working. It's also one of the few times. You see someone come out of a toilet. You see him, basically, his feet yeah, from under the, under the toilet. You don't see him pooping or anything. I saw him. But you hear the flush. Yes. He gets up out of the toilet and does a power play right there. Mm-hmm. Not many times in movies do you see executives get up from taking a poo to threaten people's lives. Um, Dick Jones has a lot of fiber in his diet. He's regular. <laughs> he knew that, that Bob was going to be in there. He had all planned out. Um, Ronnie Cox thinks ahead. Great scene because Bob Executive is testing the waters of being a big fish. How much? Yeah. How much? Yeah. Of a big dick. How much can he swing his own big dick around at Dick? And is the idea? And Dick Dick just swats it away. No, I've been doing this for a long time, kid. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm sure other people have tried to knock him down. Mm -hmm. He's he's been number two in this company for a while now. And his little speech. Is so quaint, but very on point. I used to call the old man names behind, behind his, his back. back. Mm-hmm. Dickhead. Yeah, uh, yeah, all these things. Like, and they're, they're like, just whatever But I names. never stepped over the line. You just stepped over you the just line. You stepped over it. 
Yeah. It's, it was such like kind of this hometowny kind of threatening, but he means it. He means it because he likes OCP and he wants it to remain what it is and what he built and what the old man built. But this is where he also talks about his project, and not directly, but he's talking about Ed Two Hundred Nine. Oh yeah, he, that's right. He, he said, does. "I had these I contracts. Set. We were, we were going to have ten years of." guaranteed cash flow. Who and then, cares if it didn't work? We were set, man. And that's the point right there. Yeah. Who cares if it doesn't work? We had a contract. And that's what I mean. He loves OCP. He doesn't give a shit about helping anyone but the company. And that contract, oh, it would have helped the company, of course. The Ed 209s, they would have fumbled around and screwed up. The military were like, hey, these don't work. We're like, whatever, we got the contract. Yeah. We got the money. That's what's important. And... Even though Bob Executive isn't a great person, his project at least was trying he, to help. Yes, it's trying to help. Actually, he working. cares <laughs> that it works. Yes, I mean he cares because he wants to go up the ladder. He's looking out for his, himself, Definitely. but he knows if his project doesn't work, he's not going up. Whereas Dick Jones is already on the top. He's just waiting, biding time till he mm-hmm. takes over. Yep. So he doesn't care if his stuff doesn't exactly. Work. He's waiting for the old man to pass away. It, so then he's now in charge. Such, in my idea, there's a lot really great dynamics. <laughs> there's a part where he grabs Bob by the hair, <laughs> like "Listen to me, little fucker." <laughs> but he you know, bats him away and like, "Yeah, I'll get you later." Type of, mm-hmm. and, just, and then leaves the executive washroom. And Dick Jones just makes that face of, "It's not over." Got some great faces. That's Ronnie Cox. He was, <laughs> he was born to play smarmy jerk execs. And from there we go to what does Robocop dream of when he sleeps? Does Are we he... having the dream sequence? Yeah, that's next. Okay. Does he dream of electric sheep? Oh, that's what he did there. <laughs> yeah, he's having nightmares and he's all twitchy and he's reliving being shot to death. Mm-hmm. And what I like is uh, he's on he's on his toilet seat. Okay, his his chair. This is where he sleeps. Mm-hmm. And you have two scientists who aren't paying attention to his his uh, I guess brain waves as it's it's going crazy, going crazy, and like yeah, tremors basically. But then you see they look at they do notice eventually he's tur- he's going crazy or he's in in distress. Mm-hmm. And you see in one of the TV monitors uh, a picture like a spooky picture of uh, Clarence. Yeah. Shooting him with the final uh, shot to the head. And it's like in black and white and it's kind of shadowy. And I'm I'm wondering because we're never told what are those monitors are supposed to be. The top two so, are of Robocop's face. Yeah. And the bottom two are just static. They're Stat- always static. Exa- they're always static until you see it just that Yeah. And then when he starts of, dreaming, of something comes into play. I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe those are so, supposed to be his POV. Who knows? When he's active, but he's not active right now. I think they got technology that can see dreams. Uh, I don't know. But whatever, Robocop snaps out of it, and he's got to get into action. Yeah. He's got to find out. I got to do something. I got to shake this. Well, he's got to find out who the – because it goes across, and it he's spanning uh, scanning across all the people that were shooting him lined Mm -hmm. up. And so he's, oh, that person. I have that person's face. I have that person's face. And now he's going to go out and try to find them. And so he goes out, and then he finds one almost immediately. Hey. Hey. Why not? <laughs> yeah, at a gas station. Biker guy. Biker guy. Who... He's on a bike. On a bike, tr- 
just casually robs the college. Oh, you a college boy, huh? You think you're smarter than me? Because you're studying plain geometry, sort of. Whatever, just a non-threatening. Oh yeah, uh, threatening jackass, of course. So, pumping up, and um, RoboCop just casually strolls up and uh, is going to be, hey, uh, so dead or alive. You're coming with me. Yeah, it's right away uh, out of the door. And then that's when yep. that guy freaks out. I think his name is Emil. I think yeah, it could be that. Whatever, because right? I, I remember Clarence saying that later on. But yeah, biker guy realizes, oh, shit, we killed you. Yeah, you're dead. We you're killed dead, you. He recognizes him. He recognizes those beautiful Murphy lips. And Murphy Robocop records that and kind of just plays, plays it, over it over and over in his head. And he's frozen with... with Oh, yeah. Because he was also uh, waylaid by Lewis before he got oh, outside saying, right. Murphy, it's you. That's right. Yeah, Lewis, as yeah, robot cops trying to leave, yeah, Lewis comes on in and says, so, do you have a name? I know you're more, more than just a robot, I can tell. And then mm-hmm. they're trying to stop RoboCop, and she leans in, yeah, and says, Murphy, is that you? A really good line. No, she says, Murphy, it's you. Oh, Murphy, it's you. That's right. Yeah, because Lewis is awesome. So then she gets yelled at. Yeah, she gets yelled at by execs. What do you tell him? We're going to have fire blue. So biker dude uh, chucks uh, his cig- cigarello, cigarette, <laughs> yeah. whatever, it's, down. It was like a yellow cigarette or something. Yeah, it, was it was weird. weird-looking cigarette. But it sets, uh, he had broken up the, uh, gas the gas. Everywhere. Gas is going everywhere. So he's going to college kid runs for his life. Explosion. And, uh, yeah. Awesome. Huge explosion. And Robocop doesn't just walk away from the explosion. He's in it when he's he walking away from it. the fire. And then <laughs> casually just shoots him from 200 yards away. With a, yep. With a pistol. A guy hits a motorcycle and it's crazy goes, accuracy. Hits a, hits a Hits a, uh, another parked car, goes flying, and skid marks a uh, uh, road rash all over his face mm. as he lands on the ground. And... Cop picks him up. Who are you? Yeah. And the guy's dying, so he can't answer. Uh, yeah, he's beat up pretty badly. Yeah, he just goes, <laughs> And so Robocop's like, well, I'm not going to get answers by murdering people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get answers from the talking main- to computers. Computers. I'm going to the mainframe. Back when mainframes were still kind of a thing. Yeah, and in the police station. Yeah. So he busts down the door to the, uh, well, he casually opens the door, yeah. but, you know, stalks into the data center, which there's far too many people inside this data center. I was the same thing, and weenie, weenie cop, nerd uh, computer cop, like, you can't be in here. Then he shows him the knuckle spike. Dumb. The... Doesn't make any. Doesn't make any sense. So yeah, he fist, you know, his fist and knuckle, yeah, you know, whatever shifts down and a spike comes out and he inserts it into the mainframe. That's his access point. Port. Port. Whatever. So, like, whatever. Like why doesn't R two D two have one of these things? Yeah, I mean he just has the casual butt plug that comes out. Yep. And then, yep, he's R two's always molesting computers and turning things and opening and closing <laughs> and starting and stopping things. But that's the idea. Is that this is a Robocop port. is just an advanced R two unit. Then I guess. So do you think it was also? I mean, because whatever doesn't what? matter. Never mind. Never mind. Are you getting ahead Not... of yourself? Is that what? I'm gonna forget my thought process on it. Okay. But he turns his little knuckle 
Spike and uh, starts pulling up information on all the people that Killed murdered him. Murphy and catalogs them for his own records yep, and then all. pulls up Murphy. Deceased. Yep. And uh, we find out he lives on Primrose Lane. Oh, I didn't even see that little Aww. little bit of That's the thing info. that, as an adult, that caught my eye. I'm like, well, okay, yeah, well. Sure. He had such a beautiful life before is basically what they were getting at. He had a cushy life. He did. And uh, he gave it up to... Try to help people. Try to help people. Yep. And was... <laughs> Murdered on his first day out. Yeah. So then he decides to go check out where Murphy lived, and it's an empty house. Looks like it was... Big house. Big house. I don't and know how a police officer, even in the suburbs, could afford something Maybe like the this. wife was making the money. Maybe. Yeah. But it looks like they kind of packed up in a hurry and Dead plants left. still. And what I like is it just feels very dream sequency like Like the yes. camera is floating in this very white... Kind of 80s modern. 80s, exactly. 80s modern future-ish type house where it, the floor plan isn't exactly like a square. It's... It, you know, steps lead up this way. Yep. It's angled strangely. It's a very 80s designed house. And there's these um, monitors that are there for... The realtor. The realtor. The, the virtual like, realtor. You'll love this house. And it's blah, blah, blah. And, it, and then you go into another room. It turns on again. And the guy continues his, his spiel about the house. Mm-hmm. And that kitchen is terrible. The weird angle, a counter in the middle. And it still has a mug on there. It's broken. It says uh, world's greatest husband or something on it of that yeah. nature. Yeah, but you're right. They left in a very uh, left in a hurry, mm-hmm. and he has flashbacks. He's yeah, he's yeah. And that's why I love why it's dreamlike because you scan across, you see it. It's deserted flashback memory of oh, I remember my kids or my kid watching TJ Laser here, mm-hmm. but then you flashback. Oh, it's deserted, gone. You know, in the kitchen, and it's not like hard flashback. No, These are sh- white noise fades sh- back, yeah, and, back forth and forth to match re- shots. Done really, really well. Yeah. Yep. The shot of the kitchen where they take a picture of themselves during Halloween. Just reliving the memories and just him getting more and more frustrated and angry that this is now lost. All yeah. his And he memories. can't remember it. He just a little p- bits are coming back. A little bit of humanity is coming back to yeah. him bits and he gets angry and punches one of the monitors. Well, I would too. That a thing smarmy is just, guy. Uh, so are you going to buy the house? <laughs> Punch. Yeah. That's it. He's pissed off that this this life of his that he had is was stolen from him. Mm-hmm. It was taken from him. So after punching the realtor, he goes to a dance club because he's got to work it out. He's got to get all that anger he's and gonna, aggression he's gonna out. He's going to footloose it and dance his anger out. And uh, he has average guy <laughs> come up in his HUD. <laughs> yeah, whatever his name is that you said his name uh, was Ray Weiss. Is Ray the Weiss, actor's name, and just Weiss. is like, hey, you're coming with me and Nash. That's Nash. the bad guy's name. So, and I should remember that because he's got the big poofy hair. He has poofy hair. And in Lunar, Silver Star Story, the the wizard wow. has big poofy hair, and his name is Nash. Well, there you go. There okay. we go. Well, there's that. It all comes around. If you don't know what Joe's talking about, look it up. That's what Google is for. <laughs> wow. It's this funny thing. He's just like, basically, you're coming with me. I'm, I'm not gonna shoot you you're yeah, just I, I, you are just coming because he wants me. information yeah and the guy's like yeah no kick and at first he tries pulling a gun and this oh. is awesome robocop bats it away and everyone's dancing in a club no one stops that's right everyone's still dancing the gun goes flying a guy Some dude gra- catches it grabs it is still holding it and still dancing like oh see <laughs> i got a gun i'm gonna keep on dancing doop, doop, doop. then try it. yeah that's when 
and yeah, kicking the nuts. Kicks in the nuts, and people basically kind of laugh they and keep care. dancing. They keep dancing. So Robocop ends up basically just dragging him out of the Grab dance hall by his hair. By his hair. And yeah. uh, everyone's like, all right, more room to dance. Yeah, now we just move on back in and keep on dancing. Love. That was a great scene. Just how no one cares. They're used. They're used. They're to it. used to they're, it. No one cares. It's in control. They don't feel threatened themselves. Maybe they don't care that they're living. They're, that they're they're living now. They don't care if they die. Could, be, could be that. That could be very close to it too. Because like, they're still in fun. old Detroit, and yeah. they're just like, they accepted what happens around them. And then uh, it was referenced uh, pre- prior that the. Bob Executive is going to meet up with some like models. Bob, Bob Executive. <laughs> yeah, she call, he calls them models. They're nah, prostitutes. They're prostitutes. They're, they're old prostitutes in their 40s. Looking at this now, it's like, these prostitutes are passive prime. And they're all doing blow. And they're all doing blow. And they're wearing these 80s outfits that are just <laughs> tight and constricting. They're not showing much of anything. No. And then, yeah, they start doing blow. He starts making out with one of them. The other one gets jealous, so she pours cocaine all over her, her cleavage. So he starts snorting it up and kissing. So then the other one gets, hey, what about me? I'm getting jealous. Yeah. But and we're interrupted. Interrupted. Cause... My dad comes on and, what the hell are you kids doing in here? <laughs> I'm going to call your parents. I'm going to wait. Well, <laughs> there's a doorbell. Ding dong. And he doesn't know who it is, but thinks it's the, the champagne. champagne. Oh, yeah. the champagne is here. Because, you know, Detroit's order, known for door-to-door well, we champagne salesmen. We don't know what type of Detroit is. He's in. <laughs> he has a huge apartment with a huge stereo system with tons of gadgets in it. Is he in, like, Deerfield? I don't know. But who's at the door is <laughs> Clarence Bodiger. Red Foreman is like... Bitches, leave. And they leave. And they're like, oh, we'll call you later. I know. They suddenly turn into Bronx ladies. Well, that's what you do with the <laughs> prostitutes. And like, so what are you doing here? And instantly just he has a gun out, puts a silencer on, and kneecaps him, shoots him in the legs. Four times. Two in each leg. Just blood capsules nope. everywhere. Yep, just poop, 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 yep. poop. I'm poop. doing my job. Here it is. Blah, 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 blah. Then he puts his 80s video disc put, yep. in the video disc player, which goes to 20 TVs in this dude's living like room. I told you, he's got money. He's got an awesome uh, <laughs> stereo system. And it's uh, Dick. Dick. Hey there, buddy boy. You stepped over a <laughs> line. And Clarence here, who works for me, is going to clean up this mess. So, fuck you. I win. Basically. Basically, that's the gist of it. And I love that he puts on this... Grenade that has a has timer a, on a it. Stupid little LCD timer on it, and since Bob Executive can't move, he's on the ground. He tries getting to the grenade, but can't. can't. Too late. And I like Clarence leaves, but he closes the front door as he's leaving. Mm-hmm. Even though moments later is a huge explosion, and now Bob Executive is dead. I, um, as a kid, and I still did this time around too. Justify the counter on the grenade, saying. You know, that would be really helpful for people to know when to throw it. You know, because otherwise, in reality, you pop the pin, you flip the little bar, you count. And I think it's like on three, you're supposed to throw it because it goes to five. I think that, you count down from the holy hand grenade at from ten <laughs> and you forget three. <laughs> so I can imagine that to me as kid me and even adult me, mm-hmm. that'd be useful, wouldn't it? A little bit useful. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it, it had a glow vision on it. No. Was, was that stuff in the uh, 90s when you had – it was all over like – The green. The, yeah, you, you press a glow light and you can see now in the dark. 
I don't think it had that yet. So if you're throwing a grenade when it's dark, you're trying to figure out what the time is. You keep bending, trying to get it in the light, and then, oh, crap. I can't crap. see. Up, uh, down. Oh. <laughs> but, yes, it would be very helpful. <sighs> we got more to go. We do. So what we're going to do is uh, stop here, and we're going to finish it up, I hope, with uh, <laughs> part three, three of RoboCop. So... That was definitely part two of RoboCop, stay tuned for part three. So what you can do, though, is uh, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get us. That would be appreciated. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter uh, at RewindersPod, or you can email us at TheRewindersPodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned for part three as we're going to finish up cleaning the streets of old Detroit with uh, RoboCamp Murphy. In the meantime... Bitches leave.